It is great to be back today on Search the Scriptures to be able to open up God's Word and study all of those rich teachings and truths, those instructions, all those guidelines for us that God has communicated to us for our good, to give us the best life in this world and the hope and promise, if we will follow him faithfully, of eternal life hereafter. All of that communicated to us right there in the Bible. What a blessing to have that word and how we need to take it so seriously and not carelessly or casually. It's my privilege to be able to share to you with you today from God's word along with Dennis Stackhouse. Thank you, Gary. Yeah, it's certainly a great privilege and a blessing for me to be part of this program. And I'd like to welcome also those who are listening to Search the Scriptures today. We do hope that, as always, you'll find this a program where we do hold God's Word up as the ultimate authority for our spiritual lives. We try to be true to the teachings that God has recorded for us in that Word, and we try to make very plain what we need to do as individuals to conform our lives to the Word and be ready when our life, physically speaking, comes to an end. When you stop and think about it, Dennis, the whole Bible is really pointing toward that, isn't it? It really is. Now, I know there's, there are historical accounts in there, and there are some teachings that have to do with very specific matters, and some people might say, well, that's, that's but really, when you get into it, it's all the Bible is talking about what God has done to help us mm -hmm. be ready for eternity. That's right. Now, the first couple of chapters talks about the creation, mm -hmm. but that sets the stage. Yes. And then in the third chapter of Genesis, sin enters the picture. Mm -hmm. And after that, everything is either pointing toward the coming of Christ mm -hmm. or talking about his being here mm -hmm. or pointing back and talking about the church that he came to establish, mm -hmm. Christianity and salvation through him, the mm -hmm. gospel and so on. Yes, that's right. So God has given us this magnificent book to prepare us, to guide us through this life and prepare us for eternity. That's right. Now, in this particular study, we're talking about that preparation. Mm -hmm. We're talking about how so many people throw their lives away in this world. Yes. They live unprepared. And then when it comes down to that stark and stunning reality of death, they're just plain not ready. Yes, unfortunately. And yet, all of us should be getting ready because every single one of us knows that death is a reality. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, you know, and we've said previously in this study, Gary, that probably every one of us who are involved in this program, who are listening to the program, have faced that reality within their family, within their group of friends and acquaintances, whatever it might be. There's no way we can deny it. And you know, there may be some listening, Dennis, who either themselves or they know somebody 
who has faced death themselves. And then by God's grace came back to life, or maybe we should say recovered from whatever the situation was. Mm -hmm. They did not die. Yes. But they didn't change their life either. Yes. They went right back to that old lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And in so many cases, it was a lifestyle that contributed to their getting to the point of being in jeopardy to begin with. More than likely. I've done a lot of jail ministry. And one thing we tried to get across to the inmates in the jails was when you leave here, don't go back to where you were Mm -hmm. in life. Now, you may have to go back and, and live in the same house. You're going to have the same family. But don't go back, don't go back to that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, you may need to get out of that neighborhood. Yes. Don't hang around with those same friends and acquaintances mm-hmm. who contributed to your being in jail in the first place. Mm-hmm. That's right. You've got to change your life. Yes. Most inmates don't get that message. Mm-hmm. Now, they may say that they do, but they go back to that same lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so the recidivism rate, the rate of return back to jail for people who have gotten out of jail is incredibly high, mm-hmm. way over 50%. You know, and that makes the words that uh, Paul spoke in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33, so vivid where he said, in essence, bad company corrupts good morals. Yes, yes. Now, we use that as an illustration for what we're talking about in facing death. You know death is coming. Mm -hmm. Maybe you faced it square in the face. Maybe you were laying there in an operating table and you were perhaps a scalpel away (laughs) or that oxygen mask away. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, in reality, you were just within God's grace Mm -hmm. away from dying. Yes. But you made it. Mm -hmm. You recovered. Maybe you know somebody who has been right there, and they've recovered. Mm -hmm. But afterward, the shock of the reality of the, the moment, the crisis passed. And as you started getting better or that other person started getting better and feeling stronger, you went right back to where you were in life before. Yes. And you started wasting your life all over again. Mm-hmm. Now we've talked about what, if, what would you do if you got a phone call from the doctor's office and either the doctor or the nurse communicated to you, we've got your tests back. You're going to die. You've only got 24 hours left. Mm -hmm. That's how bad off you are. Yes. What would you do in those last 24 hours? Mm -hmm. That last day of life. You know what? You'd stop making excuses. Yes, you would. You'd stop looking for excuses for sure. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't go to work that day. Nope. Wouldn't wash the car, cut the grass. Mm-hmm. Nah, those you you can get. They can get by. They can they can wait. Mm-hmm. 
But you've used those as excuses before for not going to church, yep. for not doing what you needed to do, perhaps to get your life right with God. You wouldn't go fishing or hunting. You wouldn't take in a ball game that last day. The laundry, the ironing could wait too. Mm-hmm. Yes. You wouldn't need a haircut so bad that you just had to go and put off serving God. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't go get your hair done either. No. Because all of those things, if you had only 24 hours left, if you knew you were going to die tomorrow or at the end of today, all those things would be trivial by comparison. They would. They wouldn't matter. Mm-mm. What you'd be wanting to do this last day that you would be breathing in this world, you'd want to get right with God. Absolutely. Now, everything else would pale by comparison. And you'd be trying to find mama, you'd be trying to find dad, you'd be trying to find some faithful Christian you knew who perished the thought you'd be calling the preacher. <laughs> Didn't want to talk to him before. Mm, yes. But now you'd want somebody who could help you get ready for your last breath. That's right. Get ready for death because... The Hebrews writer says it's appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. Yes, Hebrews 9, 27. Yeah. And the death part's scary enough, Oh, but that judgment part, mm-hmm. that's really frightening. It is. So you'd want somebody to help you. You'd want to see what the Bible says, but you probably haven't read your Bible in so long, or at least you've read it so little in mm-hmm. so long, that you wouldn't know where to read. Yes, that's right. So you need somebody to help you, somebody to guide you. You'd be wanting to find that person. And a whole lot of things that you had been told, that you've heard, that you knew were the truth, how you need to put your love for the Lord into action by obeying him. Mm-hmm. John chapter 14 and verse 15. Mm-hmm. John 14 and verse 21 and verse 23. Mm-hmm. Boy, that would ring in your ears. Yes, it would. Just imagine all those things, all those emotions that would be flooding your mind. But you would not want your time to run out. The time, the clock is ticking. Right now, you would not want that time to pass without getting yourself straight. Mm-hmm. Luke chapter 19 and verse 10. What did Jesus say he came to this world for? For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. And the time for rationalizing, the time for excuse making, the time for trying to put a good face on your unfaithfulness, that's past. That's right. And so now you realize that's who you are, mm-hmm. the lost. The lost, that's right. Spiritually lost. Mm-hmm. The good news is that Jesus came to call you to salvation. That's right. But you've rejected that call. Mm-hmm. Most of your life you've rejected that call. Again, you had too much to do. You got to cut the grass. You got to wash the car. Mm-hmm. You got to do the laundry. Got to get your hair done. Got to sleep late. Hmm. Ball game to go to. 
something to watch on TV, mm. work to do. Yes. Got to take the kids someplace. Oh, no, you haven't raised the kids to be faithful either. Mm-hmm. Think about their souls. Yes. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, in verse 15, the Apostle Paul wrote something along this line. What did he say? This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. Paul, before he became a Christian, had been a great persecutor of the church, hadn't he? He had, for a fact. In fact, he not only did not follow Jesus, he did not even believe in Jesus. Right. But all of that changed. On the road to Damascus and then in Damascus, all of that turned around. He was faced with the reality, Jesus is Lord. Right. He is the Son of God. He is my only Savior. Paul made a change in his life, didn't he? Big change. As he recounted that experience in Acts chapter 22 and verse 16, he said, Ananias came to him and said, Brother Saul, why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins. Boy, what a question. And that's one that's ringing in your ears now. Why in the world did I wait for so long Mm -hmm. to answer my Lord's call, to obey my Lord? Mm -hmm. Why did I wait? In Matthew chapter 26 and verse 28, Jesus talks about something that he did for us that is just incredible. Mm -hmm. There we're told, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. On some of those few occasions when you actually went to church services, you might have heard something like that talked about as the Lord's Supper was being passed out. Mm Mm-hmm. The blood of the, my, of the new covenant, my blood shed for many for the remission of sins. Jesus shed his blood for you. He died for you. But again, that was for the time when you had too much to do. You didn't want to get all caught up and bothered by too much serious thinking along that line. You wanted to do your thing. But Jesus died for you. Yes, he did. Now you're going to die mm-hmm. less than a day. And you need to respond to that death of your Lord. Mm-hmm. You wish you'd paid attention before. Mm. You wish you'd taken the time and quit making so many excuses, but you're ready now. You want to take whatever action is appropriate. His blood shed for you for the remission of sins In Luke chapter 24 and verse 47, Jesus told the apostles that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name unto all nations beginning at Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, there were some people who asked long ago in Pentecost, what shall we do? Mm -hmm. And that's your question right now. What must I do? Right. What did Peter tell them? Repent 
And let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Ah, remission of sins. Remission of sins. You know what that means, forgiveness. It does. And that's what you need. Mm -hmm. That's what you need. And what is it that Peter told those people? On that day, long ago, they needed to do when they asked what they needed to do? They were told to repent and to be baptized. For the remission of sins. Yes. Jesus said something about that too in Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved but he who does not believe will be condemned. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. So you ask, start asking that person you're talking with, that preacher or mama or daddy or that faithful Christian, does that mean if I am baptized, my sins will be forgiven? And what's the answer? That's exactly what it means even though I have less than a day? As long as there is a breath of life within us, we have time to be obedient to the gospel. As long as we're sincere. That's right. But what about all those things that I did, all those terrible things? That's the reason that Jesus came and died, to cover all of those things that we've done, all of those things that we believe are perhaps so heinous, so awful, we could never be forgiven, the answer that Jesus gives is still, yes, you can be forgiven because I came and gave my life, I shed my blood so that you could be forgiven. But I put him off for so long. I was callous Mm -hmm. about it, Mm hard-hearted. Can he still forgive me? as bad as I've been. He could still forgive those on the day of Pentecost who asked Peter that question, men and brethren, what shall we do? And if you go back to the verse just previous to that, Acts 2, verse 36, you'll find that Peter told them, you, the people he was speaking to, are responsible for killing the Lord and the Christ. And yet, he said, yes, you can be forgiven. Repent and be baptized for the remission of your sins. That's what you want. What a blessing to have learned that. Still with time. In Romans chapter 6, verses 3 through 6, what does that say? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, 
that we should no longer be slaves of sin. Oh, I don't want to be a slave of sin. Not at all. Not any longer. Honestly, you have to admit with less than a day to go, you have been, but I don't want to be that anymore. Mm -hmm. Sin can be done away in my life. I can come into Christ as I'm baptized into him. Paul said the same thing in Galatians 3 and verse 27, didn't he? He did. There we're told, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Baptized into Christ. I want to come into Christ. Mm -hmm. That's where I need to be. That's where forgiveness is. That's where salvation is. And you say, I need to be baptized to get into him. That's what the scriptures say. My friends, for many years, you may have carelessly and arrogantly refused to give up your life to Christ. But if you knew you had only 24 hours to live, let me tell you, nothing could keep you from obeying your Lord. Wild horses could not keep you away. You would be baptized into Christ today if you understood that was what you needed to do. Now, at this particular point in your life, you might need to study some more. You might need to get into God's Word some more. You need to, might, might need someone to help you with that Bible a little more. Please call us, contact us, email us, write to us, and ask for that free Bible study. It will help you learn right from Scripture what you need to do in order to be forgiven of your sins, in order to come into Christ, wherein is salvation. You can receive this copy of this lesson today on CD for free. You can also receive a copy of this entire series in sermon form on CD. They are for free also. And that Bible study will pay the postage both ways. You need to get your life right with God. You need to stop putting it off. You need to stop making excuses. You need to stop playing games with your soul. And if you had only one day left, you would do it. We hope to hear from you today.